the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views of the host and guests are their own, and not those of 9.30 a.m. The Answer or Salem Communications. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And good afternoon. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Milton Glick along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch sitting on the porch here at Millburgers at 1604 and Boulevardy Road on a bright sunny day with just a little bit of a chill in the air. And uh, Millburgers is kind of having their own. I know I'm in shorts and short sleeve. Uh, <laughs> Jerry's checking to see uh, the temperature see based on what I'm wearing. it really is. Yeah, it's not too bad. But, and uh, balloon people over here. Yeah, we've got the balloon artists uh, that are doing the balloon animals and the face painting. Uh, we've got folks wandering around in fiesta hats. Uh, even kids wore their fiesta hats, which is kind of cool. And uh, Roger uh, is uh, rocking his uh, fiesta hat. If you haven't seen it, you'll like it. Uh, there's that woman over there. She's got her fiesta visor on. Uh, so, yeah, we're having lots of fun out here at Millburger. So uh, we've got fajitas uh, and drinks and chips for a donation or more to the San Antonio Food Bank. We've got the Fiesta medals for sale for $7. That goes straight to the Salvation Army. We're having uh, balloon animals or balloon artists and face painting. Uh, and so uh, you can bring the kiddos. Uh, there is not a line right now. Uh, the longest I've seen it has been a couple people. Uh, but it's just moving through really uh, quickly. Uh, and it's fun to see the kids uh, enjoying it so much. They, uh, uh, the She does such a great job, and the the balloons are so realistic in what she tries to. Um, it's even more fun watching Milton. Yeah, they, they they kick me out, Calvin. Did they really? Yeah, they they yeah. No, they haven't. Well, you're too me out. ecstatic. There there hasn't been a time to go. Yes, I was too excited. They said, just calm down. Yeah. Go go sit down. Yeah. Come back when you can. And my person your age will. Yes, come back when you can be an adult. Overexcited. See, there's Roger's fiesta hat. What do you think? Yeah. Except the. Uh, <laughs> Just so he doesn't run into anything with that cup hanging. No, it's Fiesta. He's got a cup. It's uh, to be filled with stuff. Oh, is that what that is? Yes. <laughs> with uh, whatever Roger would like to fill it with. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. But, yeah, so now, look, she's got, uh, there's about four people there, uh, two families. and uh, <laughs> The little boy is not as enthusiastic as his sister was. Yeah, she's jumping up and down. She is ready. She well, she wants that balloon out of. Well, anyway, it's from from ten to two, uh, so come on by and have a lot of fun with us here at the nursery. You can bring some gardening questions with you. We'll see if we can answer them. Uh, what if, do you mean? We'll see if we can answer them. Oh, well, you know, just uh, uh, oh, you, I guess we'll you answer them one way or another. We can give you the right answer. Yes, we'll give you an answer for <laughs> everybody that comes with a question. will get an answer. 
We had uh, one this we, morning already. Yeah, about. you were you were getting beat up. You had the the one woman that asked you the question about the citrus, and then another woman about well, that. That was scary. I'm glad Jerry didn't get that. Oh no! Oh. She showed me the label and said, "How do I deal with this? How do I? Uh-oh. How deep do I plant it? It was about a nice citrus." And uh, I says, "She says, does it take full sun?" Or it always scares me if they say, "How deep should I plant this?" Yeah. Way? Uh, what what you know? How what do you have in mind? A <laughs> cave or was just it an orange frost or was it a lemon? Or no, it was one of the uh, um, oh the original. No, no. It may have been a worry. Uh, okay, a worry. Yeah, yeah that's a but uh, yeah, we had a good com- good conversation and figured asked about where she was planting it, how much to water it. Uh, that's she planted it in a container or in the ground? She planted it in the ground in her flower bed. Okay. So the soil was... Uh, Pretty good and shape. And had some compost in it and everything, yeah. And then we had the zinnias in less than full sun. And uh, when they related, the amount of sun at first, you know, was like uh, six hours. But then, then when she started talking about the... Uh, Oh, what are those shade-loving flowers uh, in the, that uh, that we plant? Some people plant and uh, have trouble surviving even the even the, the summer in the impatience? shade. Huh? Impatience. Impatience. Oh. Yeah, she said her impatience do real well in there, and I said, hmm, maybe uh. I better advise. <laughs> but I uh, we talked. To, uh, she's going to experiment with these one of these smaller versions of the. Uh, uh, zinnias that are so popular now, and then pentas. I thought the pentas would. Yeah, you recommended pentas, which is a yeah, really be, good choice. Because that uh, morning sun, they'll they'll just eat that up. But then she said she had new gold lantanas in the same area that were. And they were blooming. They were blooming, yeah. So that yeah, that so, it's basically an experiment. She may have the ideal place that grows both shade plants and sun plants. Yeah. She had morning sun, afternoon shade. Yeah. Which but, is what we recommend to Lisa. But uh, impatience, so we, in my yard, we always have trouble even in the shade keeping the patients alive in the summertime here in San Antonio. Oh. But they're a favorite plant for a lot of gardeners. And I hear popping things. Man. Yeah, but she does that sometimes because she doesn't want the whole balloon. It's, again, it's the artist part. And look what Calvin brought me. Oh, boy, you lucky devil. We're eating good tonight. Uh, We're begging for the family. Now, uh, <laughs> Carl says, why, why did you bring you such, know, a, such a little one? Milton, uh, <laughs> Milton, who wouldn't have known better. Yeah, that's awfully small, Calvin. <laughs> Calvin just looked heartbroken. Yeah. I, said, well, so I, I, was I, I thought maybe that might be a good start. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good it's, size to eat. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, it's, it's easy. Yeah, it's it's a, oh, don't drop it. Don't drop it. Oh, good catch. Uh, yeah, it's a starter rutabaga. You know, you can't just jump in with one of those big soccer ball size rutabagas. No, no, you got you got to get the starter. And a lot yeah. of a lot of times the big ones are woody. In other words, yeah, I don't want I don't want, want no woody rutabaga. Woody rutabaga. Woody. You know, who 
I forget where he coached. Where did Woody Rubega coach? <laughs> 210-308-8867. And toll free, it's 866-308-8867. We're having lots of fun out here at the nursery. Come on and be a part of the fun and visit today as we're uh, celebrating Fiesta out here at the nursery. It's uh, all real real pretty. Oh, and uh, we forgot to ask Trace about the bougainvilleas uh, with the uh, that bright orange-red color, but it looks like a lot of them sold. So, yeah, they did sell. Yeah. So that's a really exceptional color. A lot of tomatoes uh, found homes uh, between the time that we ended and the show. Still, and they're still picking them out. Yeah. Out there. Well, that's good, though. You know, those little large ones will should just fall right into place and do fine. Hey, we got Pat on the line at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Hi there, Pat. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, thank you. It's a pretty day. What's going on? Well, I have a question about uh, my Arctic frost. It's struggling a little bit right now. And let me tell you what I did. I, I bought it probably three years ago, and I had it in a in an area in the ground where it wasn't getting enough sun so last year i moved it and uh it 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 doesn't have any leaf it still is green i when i sprayed the bark but when it doesn't have any leaves on it yet and i'm wondering uh if maybe it didn't survive the transplant or if that's normal for it not to have leaked out yet no, it should be leafed out by now. And blooming. That's not a, that's not oh, a good no. thing. I guess uh, it wouldn't have to be blooming You yet. transplanted it last year? Did it lose yeah, its leaves? Think, yes, not original. Not, actually, no, not originally. And then during the winter, it lost its leaves. And now it just has about one-inch thorns on it. But it doesn't look good at all. So it didn't uh, lost in that cold weather we had. It lost its all its leaves. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. That doesn't sound good. <laughs> I uh, yeah. So I, yeah. Because Jerry, Jerry kind of declared yesterday as the uh, the day if your uh, citrus is uh, you know you can cut the cut the dead wood out of it because if it's if it's not uh, it doesn't have leaves and not uh, showing any buds. It's yeah. It's, uh, it's not going to make it. Did you? Yeah. Is yours? Is yours? Yours is leafed out. I, I oh, mean, I've got one that didn't make it uh, that I pulled, and everything else is le- everything else is leafing out pretty fine. Huh. But I'm just disappointed in the because I looked like I was going to have a real big uh, crop, but uh, a lot of them have dropped. So. It's a. This is going to be an unpredictable year, I think, because of the cold. Yeah. Uh, right. And the fact that see. I had just transplanted it, maybe it, uh, maybe it just got a little bit too cold for being newly transplanted. That's true, because it could have sent out a flush about the time that uh, cold weather hit and uh, took it out. But I'm I'm surprised at that. Uh, how, how tall uh, did you did you get it here at Millburgers? Uh, no, I got it in another nursery, but not Millburgers. Okay, okay. How, how, it's, it, it was in it was in a five gallon container or a three gallon container. 
It was when I bought it uh, about three years ago, but when I transplanted it, I probably damaged some of the roots because it wasn't planted where it is out of a container. It was, you know, dug up. Mm -hmm. When did did you transplant it? I'm sorry. What time of the year? I'm trying to to remember. I, I believe I transplanted it last, maybe last spring, maybe a year ago. Oh. I would have given it a time to put some foliage on. Yeah, some roots. Uh, how tall is the plant from the where it comes out of the out of the pot to the to the to the top? Is it four feet? About you know, it's about six feet. Oh, it's big. Yeah. Because but it, when just, it, was in it just doesn't other have any leaves. No, when it was in the other location, it did have leaves on it, and it did have a couple of fruit, uh, about three or four, but it was too shady there, so that's why I moved it. Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, I I was thinking maybe to cut it back a little bit, but sometimes that'll stimulate uh, new growth. But... uh, you, you know, uh, make selective prunes or the selective cuts and uh, take out some of the smaller branches and uh, and c- cut the others back to, I'd say cut it in half. So it's three feet tall. Okay. Oh, wow. And, uh, now, if I did that, then it, wouldn't, it wouldn't have any branches because uh, most of the branches are in the top. You know the the horizontal branches are in the top of the tree. Okay. Okay. Well, then then uh, let let's say cut cut the long branches into half, wherever they are. Okay. That okay. Kinda, I mean, kinda... I don't have anything. <laughs> yeah, that's it. You're you're doing a you're trying to stimulate some kind of growth, and you, it sounds like you might. Might have some still some life in those stems, and so maybe this will do it. But it's a long okay. shot. That's Good okay. Luck. okay. I'll try hope, it. Hope, hope it works. All right. Thank you very much. I'll certainly try Thanks, that. Thanks, Pat. You take yeah, care. Let, let us know. Let us know if it finally sprouts out. And I just will. in case. We've got some good new. We've got some new ones here at Millburgers. Oh yeah. Yeah. Some no, beauties. Good, good I know looking. that was. That's what I was thinking I might do. So, but I'll give this shot first, and then we'll go from there. Okay, <laughs> good deal. All right, thanks, All right, Pat. Thanks. You take care. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. That's our number. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Toll free. It's eight six six three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Uh, in just a few moments, uh, at about twelve thirty, we'll talk to uh, uh, the uh, B person who's going to be here next Saturday to uh, present. Yeah, It's all about Be careful. Everybody be, I know. I'm going to be careful. Yeah. yeah, so he's going to talk all about bees, and uh, it's it's designed for uh, kids and adults, and there is no uh, um, we, we'd love to know if you're going to be there so we kind of have an idea, but unlike other children's gardening classes, this one doesn't need an RSVP, so you just come at 10. So we'll talk to him in just a little while. And uh, in the meantime, Calvin, you want to tell folks about that? Yeah, I do. Um, the uh, Our friends at the Gardening Volunteers of South Texas have alerted us that they've got another design school <laughs> planned, and this is one that uh, 
came about because they had a waiting list from the last one. It was a number of people wanted to participate, but there just wasn't enough room. So on May 5th at uh, 8.30 to 1.30, there'll be a, another design school. This one's going to be at the Fair Oaks Ranch Country Club. And that's over on 7900 Fair Oaks Parkway. Cost will be $30 per individual, $50 for two members of the household. And again, of course, you get the four presentations on uh, xeriscaping, design, improving soil, and plant selection. One-on-one uh, idea consulta- consultations, which is basically uh, counseling on your particular landscape plan. And then the three full-color plant and landscape guide handouts. So if you want more information, it's a, it's a great program, co-sponsored by uh, our friends at uh, Trinity Glen Rose and the San Antonio Water System. And go to uh, gardeningvolunteers.org and get more information or go ahead and sign up. Gardeningvolunteers.org slash design dash school slash. But if you just go to gardeningvolunteers.org, they'll have all the information there. Hardy, uh, we're going to take a break. See, she's got her on her little fiesta hat there. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. We'll take a break and come back in a moment. Our phone number, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons. I'm Milton Glick. This is 930 AM, The Answer. Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road, where the Fiesta Fun continues throughout Fiesta with Millburgers Fiesta Photo Contest. That's right. Starting now, you'll have a chance to win a $50 gift card to Millburgers Nursery. Here's how it works. Throughout Fiesta, show up at Millburgers Nursery with your Fiesta hat. Take a photo of yourself with your friends and loved ones and check in at Millburger Nursery and use the hashtag Millburgers Fiesta in your post for a chance to win a $50 gift card. Three winners will be chosen at random on April 30th, so come on out and be a part of the fun. While you're there, this week you'll notice there are some great savings on some of your favorites, like the great gardenias they have, like August Beauty and the Frostproof Varieties. Now in the three-gallon container, just $14.88. You'll find savings on Tropical Hibiscus in the 12-inch pot for just $16.88. This week you'll save on Lantana, Caladium, and much, much more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery. For more information, go to millburgernursery.com or we'll see you at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. This is Hugh Hewitt for com. On Tuesday night this week, Barbara Bush, the beloved first lady and wife of our 41st President George H.W. Bush and mother to our 43rd President George W. Bush, died at age 92. What a wonderful woman she was. What a terrific American. She was admirable as a spouse, a mother, grandmother, and of course, I think it's safe to say, America's favorite first lady. Whether left or right, young or old, political or non-political. It seemed everyone loved Barbara Bush. She was feisty. She was funny. She was a straight talker. Barbara Bush will be greatly missed. But her life and her legacy will remain alive in the hearts and minds of Americans. I'm Hugh Hewitt. For more information and to sign up for our podcast, please visit townhallreview.com. Town Hall Review gives you in-depth coverage on the stories and issues facing our fast-changing world. Visit townhallreview.com today. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. This May, Family Life is launching a new movement of intentional parenting. And it all starts at a movie theater 
near you. Family Life's very first feature film, Like Arrows, explores the joys and heartaches of parenting with a story that spans 50 years. Join us in theaters across America for a special two-night showing of Like Arrows, the movie, followed by an exclusive after-show feature with Family Life's Dennis and Barbara Rainey, filmmakers Alex and Stephen Kendrick, and me, Bob Lapine. You'll leave encouraged and equipped with powerful next steps to make Jesus the center of your parenting. Like Arrows, the movie, will be in theaters two nights only, May 1st and 3rd. You can view the trailer or find theaters near you at likearrowsmovie.com. Again, go to likearrowsmovie.com. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. Give us a call. Be a part of the show at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. And here's another number to remember uh, to call if you're having trouble with insects like uh, roaches or spiders or uh, spiders, insects. I saw the cutest little roach uh-huh. across my floor. The other day. Oh, that's nice. You know, they walk. Have you ever watched a roach walk uh-uh. or run or whatever? Yeah, I've seen them. And they fly sometimes, which yeah, is really they, bad. They fly sometimes. Too. Have yeah. you, uh, uh, I guess maybe we should re- review some of the uh, symptoms of dementia. Uh, <laughs> I, think, I, think, <laughs> I think is there an appreciation for roaches? I, I, I think that uh, that Jerry has just given up and is now appreciating roaches. And, but uh, there are many of us that don't want roaches in our house. We what? Can't, we can't explain it to Jerry, but you know who you are. And there is someone that can help you with this, and that's Spider-Man Pest Control. Uh, they've been doing this since 1976. One of the things you may not want in your yard, too, are in, uh, is mosquitoes, and Spider-Man's got a new system that he's uh, he's brought to San Antonio. Uh, it's right there by Calvin. If you uh, and what it does is uh, you kind of uses water and a little powder and stuff, and then the mosquitoes are attracted to it because the water. They get the powder on them. The larvae they lay eggs with that dies. They die. They spread the powder to other things that other mosquitoes land on, and they also die because they get the powder on them. It's uh, used by Disney World and other places. Uh, that have uh, and Millburgers Nursery. Yeah, and we've got it here at Millburgers, and so um, if you're looking for a, a way to get rid of mosquitoes in your yard, then you could call and ask Spider-Man about that. Or if you don't embrace roaches uh, in your house, or ants, or termites, or termites, exactly. Uh, give Spider-Man a pest, Spider-Man Pest Control a call. It's two one zero six five six thirty seven twenty one. 210-656-3721. And it's online at GoSpiderManPest.com. That's Spider-Man Pest Control, your web of protection since 1976. Does All he right. catch and release uh, the roaches? I mean, he, he doesn't just outright kill them, does he? I don't want to tell you. <laughs> he, uh, you know the answer. He's, a, he, he's very accommodating and... Uh, and uh, whatever whatever you would prefer. Yes. Oh, is that right? No, I think that for the, for the, for the roaches and the mosquitoes, <laughs> I think they end up dead. Okay. So. Okay. I'll now, we could have I'll them catch and that. release. I could ask Warren if you 
you know, if we could do a catch and release at your place. There you go. Catch him at somebody else's. Oh, bring maybe. him to Jerry's. Yeah. Maybe, <laughs> maybe the radio <laughs> listeners could catch him. Ask release. him that and see what he says. Yeah. I think, uh, <laughs> poor Warren. I think he hears these, uh, these talks about he'll, his He'll service. probably confirm our diagnosis. <laughs> he might. <laughs> All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. And uh, in just a moment, we're going to speak to uh, Jim Bills, uh, who's going to be conducting the B class next week here um, from uh, 10 to when, 10 till done, about 10 to 11. Um, but, yeah, so we'll talk to him in just a few moments. Oh, we're getting a lot of calls uh, on a lot of questions and answers on on blue bonnets and uh a lot of people saw the uh so i and i'm 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 appreciative of all the people that saw me on television and uh, said that i look good (laughs) i didn't think i looked good Mm -hmm. oh i thought i thought i had a, a a face for radio rather than uh you're just you're just tough on yourself but anyway, if you want to see that deal about the Barbara Bush uh, blue bonnet, and uh, people always, people say, what color was it? Well, they show a picture of me sitting in some Barbara Bush blue bonnets, mm-hmm. and they're lavender. Basically, they're lavender, because we were we were trying to find a non-controversial. Uh, uh, plant and name after uh, Barbara Bush, and so uh, at that time we had the maroon, but uh, and they, they you know they have that. Uh, and you were in the library. Le- you were working on the burnt orange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Funding oh, where you can get bad it. Bad news on the burnt orange. Doctor Stein, uh, which who uh, I barely trust with burnt orange. Uh, <laughs> Uh, we we made some selections last year, and he planted them this year, or planted them last fall. And he says uh, he says they're they're not really a good burnt burnt orange. See, the orange is not. <laughs> I mean, you, that that color doesn't naturally occur in blue bonnets. In it's, blue bonnets, it's a special color. Yeah. Well, yeah. what was that flower we had uh, orange here uh, last week? Uh, oh yeah, the uh, that was a beautiful orange. Well, and pomegranate. Yeah, pomegranates yeah. are orange. That's a nice orange. What was I want to say camellia, but that wasn't it. It was something like that. No. Okay, so but, but any, anyway, uh, Calvin mentioned in, in his uh, oh, if you want to see the the TV deal, it's on plantanswers dot com under Barbara Bush Blue Bonnet. Okay. On the topics of the month, so I, I had them put it on there before they quit showing it on the, on the uh, on the web page. But uh, anyway, uh, Calvin talked about, uh, and and this is very appropriate for this time of the year. Said if you want wildflower, want wildflower such as blue bonnets, coreopsis, and poppies to reseed and return next spring. The seed must be allowed to mature and drop to the soil. The wildflower bed cannot be mowed until the seeds have matured. And uh, people are always concerned about, uh, they, they get anxious at this time of the year because they see those big green seeds on there. 
But if you cut that, if you cut those plants down, or if you pull those seeds when they're green, they'll never, they'll never uh, sprout. And I'm guessing yeah. the temptation is to mow the lawns and oh, stuff yeah. too, because they don't. Yeah, because they don't look as look, beautiful as they did a few weeks ago. Yeah, they're looking weedy now. Well, you yeah. just remember downtown, that big frost uh, wildflower area it was yeah. a whole block. It was just dedicated to wildflowers. That lasted about two years. Oh, yeah. and somebody and, said. Well, then the ugly, you know, the yeah. ugly period. It's just hard to hard to hide. Yeah, uh, uh, maturing uh, seeds, wildflowers. Yeah. Hey, hang on to your thought a sec. We're gonna, we'll come back to it, uh, Calvin's article. You know how hard that is for you me. Can, to I'm going to help you through it. Okay. You're going to be okay. Next Saturday here at the nursery, uh, we've got one of our uh, kids' classes, and it's honeybees for kids from 10 to 11, and helping with that. And in fact, uh, putting that on is Jim Bills. Hi, Jim. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you? Fine, thank you. Well, tell us, tell us what's going on. So next Saturday you're going to be here, and uh, are you uh, are, are you professional in your uh, love of bees, or is this a hobbyist, or what? I'm just a hobbyist. I love to take care of bees. Uh, I love bees. I've been doing it for a few years now, and um, I'm looking forward to having the children there and introducing the bees and pollination and how to look after the environment. Yeah, and, and I think you're even bringing stuff uh, for them to to do hands on, and I got to tell you, there are going to be some some kids there that look to be in their 30s and 40s. Well, those are the best kids to get. Yeah. <laughs> the kids that are out there, I, I I'd like everyone to come and uh, see some bees, lose some fear of bees, and see how important bees are to our environment, how they're important to our food crops. And how yeah. we can make a better, uh, a more diverse environment for our bees to feed them, so they last forever, a long time. And I interrupted you uh, in the middle of uh, the thing. And uh, tell us about some of the things that you'll be bringing. I'm going to bring my demonstration hive, which will have a frame of bees on it, and it'll have um, some capped, some capped honey. I'll have some honey samples. I have. Uh, some coloring books for kids and bees, um, some literature about bees from the Honey Board Council, uh, and I'm gonna my my veil, my smoker. We could take pictures. Kids could take pictures with the veil and the smoker in their hand. Yeah, that'll be, be fun. Nice experience. <laughs> um, how did you get into to beekeeping? I had a teacher. She brought me some honey, and then she said she had hot bees in her backyard. And from that point, it was like, ooh, it was very interesting. So then I started researching bees, and before I knew it, I was a beekeeper. It's exciting. What resources do you do you use for help? Because, um, yeah, you're, you're still kind of in the growing phase, too, even after a few years, I guess. You're still learning. Yeah. Learning all the time. Um you're always going to learn about bees. No matter what the book says, they're going to do whatever they want to do. Uh, and that's what makes it great, and it's a great learning experience. Uh, I'm looking forward to the event. I hope everyone's looking forward to it. It's going to be exciting. Yeah. I'm there to answer yeah, questions. A, yeah, What's that? There's a great buzz through the neighborhood. Uh, the <laughs> how many beat puns do you hear, Bill, or Jim, when people find out what you do? <laughs> 
I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. <laughs> oh, uh, I was wondering how many, when you tell people what you do, bee how many bee puns right. do you get? How many bad bee puns do people give you? That uh, must be, all the, you must have to be careful. A, <laughs> you have to be careful. You know, bees can be, bees can be kind of rough on you. You do get stung, but yes. there's some bee puns and uh, some jokes about it. But it's all exciting. <laughs> I mean, you have to experience it. It's an experience. Yeah. And once you, start, once you start looking at those bees and you start looking smaller at your environment and you start seeing what's smaller than you, you'll see how important they are to us. Um, you know, pollination is important. Yeah. Two-thirds of our food, you know, we, the bees pollinate. Every third bite of food we get is from a bee. And it's not just the honeybee. We have native bees. There's about 4,000 native bees in America. Wow. So, I think I think people are getting more conscious of native bees because the yeah. European honeybees uh, went uh, going through such a challenging period. Yeah, you know, what other, other thing, Jim, this is consistent with yeah. uh, Milberger's, uh, one of the campaigns is the uh, butterfly attraction and production. Uh, which is, uh, you know, a big horticultural activity and uh, just makes our landscapes more exciting. And the the, the butterflies are good pollinators, too. So oh, the, all the butterflies, of that. Um, yeah, butterflies, bats, they, those are all great pollinators. We need to continue to plant diversity in our gardens, diversity in our lawns, cut down on some of the pesticides, allow some of those plants we think are weeds to grow because those are beneficial to all of our pollinators. We're talking to Jim Bills, who's going to be conducting the Honeybees for Kids class next Saturday here at the nursery from 10 to 11. And I'm interested, uh, Jim, I guess, because you, you've just kind of, uh, you haven't just started, but you're, uh, it's, you've been doing this now for a few years, but uh, yeah. how, how difficult, because there, maybe there's folks like you that, that will, uh, you said your teacher inspired you and with, with some honey and, um, uh, there's probably some people that also may be inspired. How difficult is it for folks to get started in beekeeping and, and uh, producing honey? Beekeeping is is easy to start. Okay. It's, it takes about it takes a couple hundred dollars. You can start a hive. You can you can even catch a swarm of bees. If people need help with bees, I'd be a great mentor. I'd love to mentor them, and I can get oh, wow. mentors that would love to mentor other people in beekeeping. Um, it's there's a lot of distributors that we have that distribute um, bee products. Your hives, there's several different types of hives you can get, different types of bees you can get. But the local bee is probably the best bee to get here. One that's in our environment. You can get bees from the northern states, but they're not well adapted to our environment. Yeah, their accent is really weird. Yeah, you can't it's understand. It's totally different. Yeah, you, you can't <laughs> understand. That's exactly right. You know, but we have um, we have an opportunity to have a great time. We have an opportunity to uh, spread our knowledge. We have yeah. an opportunity to get more beekeepers. Uh, uh, plant more plants. Be more productive yeah. in our pollination. Yeah, now, Jim, um, and then. Um, 
I, I'm guessing, though, the two, yeah, bring that up next week when you're here, that if you're, or we'll, we'll see if someone is uh, kind of a starting off, too, and is looking for a mentor. Are you part of a bigger group um, that, that kind of meets and... I am part of a bigger group. I belong to a bee club. I belong to the Alamo Area Bees that meet on the west side of Texas, or San Antonio, excuse me. And I belong to the Bees in the east, which meet on the east side of San Antonio. Um, uh, you belong to many different groups, but they're, uh, the more knowledge you have, the more powerful. Sounds like the motorcycle club. Yeah, I was going to say, is, is, is there a, a difference between west side bees and east side bees? No, there's no difference. It's just okay. I personally don't care to go through that traffic on the west side. <laughs> okay. It, that's that's a good it reason. Takes about a, it takes about an hour and 20 minutes to get over there. But if I go to the bees on the east side with Mark D. Right. Bed over there, um, it can take me about 25 minutes to get there. Okay. We do also run, we run a rescue bee yard, which is right Oh, that's good to know. On Bolverde and Judson. Are the Judson exit right there in 1604? It's uh, Green Space Alliance. They have about 31 acres in um, that's cordoned off for a wildlife protection area, and we have bees over there also. And they do a monthly tour, which we participate in. Um, Jerry, Jerry's kind of thinking of doing that for uh, cockroaches. Yeah, he's got a refuge in his house, yeah. or he's got a lot of refuge, and that's creating the problem. I'm not sure what he said. Oh, <laughs> Talking to Jim Bills everywhere. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Talking to Jim Bills about uh, bees and uh, his program he's going to be doing here at Millburgers next Saturday from ten to eleven. Honey bees for kids, um, and uh, so you 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 produce honey now. Is that right? I do produce honey, but not a large amount of honey. The more honey you produce, the more friends you have. Um, <laughs> I bet. They love, everybody loves honey, especially honey that's um, locally grown, that's locally produced. Uh, it's in demand. I haven't sold any honey. I've given more honey away than you could probably Uh-oh. Yeah, you're gonna, at. You know? I bet that. We're going to get lots of people now coming and asking you, I don't want the mentorship, but the honey. How do I get that now? Yeah, <laughs> because it, it takes a while. It, it, it could take, you know, six months. It could take you six months a year to get honey from a beehive. And yeah. It's a it's an easy hobby. It takes you a couple hours a month. Um, they're enjoyable. So how, how much... How much do you contribute to the quality of the honey? Or how much is the bees' contribution? What? Well, in other words, in other, does he have any control over, like, the taste or the... No. Okay. Well, that's what no. I was wondering, Bill. The flowers. I know, but can he do yeah, any... It, I just didn't know. You just, so you just kind of wait for the honey and... Yeah. Okay. Although, <laughs> I don't know. No, you can move high. You can, in the yeah. old days, they used to move hives. To get better honey? It was well, kind of, it was more different type. Yeah. Combination. Uh, there was a, you, you, to better pollinate the crop. Okay. But also some of the, some of the uh, sources were. Like clover. Yeah. So flavorful. amongst the uh, clubs that you belong to, are there honey yeah. competitions? There, there are. Okay. Um, those are those are difficult because there are some 
excellent beekeepers in San Antonio oh, yeah. and in Texas. We are we are very good at honey producing. We are good. We are good. We are good at what we do here. Uh, Texas beekeepers are good. But do the same people like the Rose Society? You have people that win each time and are very good. Do the same beekeepers uh, win each time? No, because you know your okay. honey is different. Your, your okay. honey is different each each year. It's different. Each season is different. You have different honey from spring, and you have a different honey from fall. So it's whatever your bees are pollinating and bringing back that nectar. That's what you're going to get. That flavor. Okay that um, locality that you have. It's pretty interesting. Was it this interesting. Was this a good honey flow year? I know, I know. I know a lot of the brush uh, bloom. So It's still going right now. We are yeah. still on a honey flow. Um, yeah. bees, are, bees are swarming. We have a lot of bees that are they're multiplying. They're doing what they do is they multiply, they swarm out, and they make bigger hives and more bees and more pollination you know what would be neat would really be impressive if you could go come up with a swarm find a swarm and then bring the bring it up here and put the queen on milton's chin yeah you sure this is and all the bees uh you know they clump around the queen like in the like a beard in the books yeah like a beard milton's beard of bees uh that's exactly what they will do to you wouldn't that be be neat that'd be good for a picture milton uh yeah yeah all your picture ideas involve (laughs) strange animals and uh, animals all over me um uh, so it's gonna, okay, so they supposedly won't sting. We'll see now. Uh, uh, supposedly, yeah. <laughs> well, well, now I've got all kinds of questions. Well, yeah. Then. Yeah. What's that, uh, Jim? If, when you have the queen and she's outside of her hive and they don't have a home, they're protecting. They're pretty docile bees. They, yeah, that's pretty quick. They won't sting. Don't um, worry about it, man. Mm-hmm. We'll have to. Have to <laughs> Thank you, Jim. Everything's gonna be okay, man. Yeah, don't, don't. So, okay. Well, we'll, we'll see. Uh, we'll take your picture, man. Yeah, that'll be nice. I, I could do other stuff with pictures. Uh, picture before and then after. Yeah, and afterwards. The as, they, as they're taking me away. So I have, I have a cure for a heart attack. Don't do it. Okay, uh, I think that's a good. I think, thanks, Trace. Uh, talking to Jim Bills, who's going to be here doing the Honeybees for Kids presentation next Saturday from 10 to 11. No RSVP needed. Just come on out and enjoy. If you want to call, and it'll be a, a nice uh, asset to for them to know, uh, Millburgers, how many folks, but you just come and, and be a part of it. Um, be a part of it. Yeah, that's, that was another one of my bad people. Oh, okay. All right, let's see, Jim. Be on time. Jim, I think you're going to get lots of questions because uh, it really is kind of interesting to find out about it and the honey production. So the next question is, are there... Um, well, you don't want to do them all today, do you? No, 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 I know, but we'll... Uh, but I can't... Well, I guess I could go. It's at 10 o'clock. I can go. So okay, we'll 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 let you go then. Calvin says I can't have any more questions. Uh, but you know what? This is yeah. Texas has a master beekeeping program from Texas A and M. They have what you need if you want to become a beekeeper. They can help you with a mentor. You can become a master craftsman beekeeper in the state of Texas. They have a program. Is it, okay. a, is it called the 
A BS. <laughs> it's a BBS, <laughs> Bachelor's of B Science. <laughs> um, and then, are you gonna? Uh, I guess you'll give tips on how to attract bees to the yard and plants and stuff uh, that bees well, like. Yeah, great, great plants. You know, we have the Black Eyed Susan, which is a good plant. Dill, mint, rosemary, mm. all the mint, sunflowers. These are all good choices. You know, and they're good to mass together to make clumps for pollination. Also, putting water out for bees so as they yeah. as they fly around, you know, they can get something to drink. If you see a bee just sitting there, it may be just tired because its wings are flapping about two hundred times a second. So it, they expend a lot of energy. I've tried to count though. Yeah. Uh, Jim, we're look, we're looking forward to it. And if you're still, if you haven't left by the time we start the show next Saturday, come visit with us up here on the porch. Okay. Sounds great. I look All forward right. to it. And do you want? Um, do you want to? Well, I'm trying to think of. Uh, like, if if you had this as a profession, we could give your number. But I don't, I'm not sure if you want to give your phone number on the air, or do you have your own little website or something for your honey or anything? No, I don't. I am right. a hobbyist, hobbyist, and I love beekeeping, and I'd like to promote it with everybody. Come right. to the event, ask okay. questions, um, get right. an well, come, come up on the porch, and we'll talk some more next week. I shall do it. it and if anybody out there finds a big swarm of bees, uh-huh. want to see Milton with a bee beard. Yeah. Oh, you know, that's another question, too, um, we get a lot, is people who have hives that have appeared in their... Yeah, swarms. Yeah, in their garages or in their walls, and they don't know how to take care of them. So uh, I'm guessing you may get some of those questions, too. Yeah, I look forward to those. All right, we got to take a break, so I'll, we'll, we'll tease that, and uh, we'll, we'll learn next week how to take care of that. All right, hang on, Trace. We'll talk to you in a minute. All right, you're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas at 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bulvardy Road, where the Fiesta Fun continues throughout Fiesta with Millburgers Fiesta Photo Contest. That's right. Starting now, you'll have a chance to win a $50 gift card to Millburgers Nursery. Here's how it works. Throughout Fiesta, show up at Millburgers Nursery with your Fiesta hat. Take a photo of yourself with your friends and loved ones and check in at Millburger Nursery and use the hashtag Millburgers Fiesta in your post for a chance to win a $50 gift card. Three winners will be chosen at random on April 30th, so come on out and be a part of the fun. While you're there, this week you'll notice there are some great savings on some of your favorites, like the great gardenias they have, like August Beauty and the Frostproof Varieties. Now in the three-gallon container, just $14.88. You'll find savings on Tropical Hibiscus in the 12-inch pot for just $16.88. This week you'll save on Lantana, Caladium, and much, much more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery. For more information, go to millburgernursery.com or we'll see you at 1604 on Boulevard Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dale Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 930 a.m. The Answer. 
Finding great discount deals has just gotten easier through the Marketplace San Antonio page at 930amtheanswer.com. We live with hard water in San Antonio, but you don't need to thanks to a great deal from Alamo Water Softeners. Get a Vesta 45 filtration system, which will eliminate water stains and make drinking water from the tap the norm. Their price $3,195. The Marketplace price only $2,000. Details on the Marketplace page at 930amtheanswer.com. This May, Family Life is launching a new movement of intentional parenting. And it all starts at a movie theater near you. Family Life's very first feature film, Like Arrows, explores the joys and heartaches of parenting with a story that spans 50 years. Join us in theaters across America for a special two-night showing of Like Arrows, the movie, followed by an exclusive after-show feature with Family Life's Dennis and Barbara Rainey, filmmakers Alex and Stephen Kendrick, and me, Bob Lapine. You'll leave encouraged and equipped with powerful next steps to make Jesus the center of your parenting. Like Arrows, the movie, will be in theaters two nights only, May 1st and 3rd. You can view the trailer or find theaters near you at likearrowsmovie.com. Again, go to likearrowsmovie.com. Dr. Deal, this patient came in with a stunned look on his face, and he keeps repeating, gotta get discounts, gotta get discounts. What do you make of it? I've only seen this one time before. He suffers from GDS. What's GDS? Great Discount Syndrome. What can we do for him? There is only one thing. Bring that laptop over here. Log on to the Marketplace page at 930amtheanswer.com. Wow, they've got some pretty great deals on here. Discount tuition for schools, outdoor equipment, landscaping. I can save thousands of dollars. I'm out of here. Oh, Doc, what happened to me? You have a bout of great discount syndrome. Uh, the Marketplace page? Where's the nearest laptop? The nurse took it to the front desk. Hey, wait up! I want to see the discounts, too! Check out all the great deals at the Marketplace page at 930amtheanswer.com. Dr. Deal, please report to room two. Bring the laptop. Breaking news, stimulating talk. This is 930am, The Answer, KLUP, Terrell Hills, San Antonio. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. Trace is up here on the porch with Jerry. We're going to get to you in just a sec. Uh, but, uh, yes, sir, what's going on? Well, uh, as, Everything. as normal, the, I know. the uh, customers are in. The weather's beautiful. we got lots of color. Um, so that's my report. All right. Beautiful day come shop. Yeah, and lots of folks with their Fiesta hats on. I've seen about... Has anybody come and taken their picture in front of y'all? Uh, no. Are I they had, supposed to? I had some, well, no. But they oh, can, that's, that's true. They have to take it anywhere where we can tell they're here. Well, but today they get a medal just for they coming do. out and doing it. And there's, look, there's some more folks coming up the uh, the walkway with their Fiesta hats on. Yep, I see them. Yeah. So, okay, yeah. Or if you take your picture with it now and uh, post it on um, with the hashtag, I think, Millburgers Fiesta. Uh, on Facebook, uh, then, yeah, you're eligible to win a $50 gift certificate. Cool. Well, let's uh, let's talk about the plant of the weekend. weekend. All right. Weekend. So weekend. we've got Purple Flash Pepper, which is a uh, Texas superstar. Absolutely. So it, it, is, a, it is a pepper, so uh, it does put on a, a pepper. 
Right. But what's really cool about this is the foliage has a purple hue to it, and the bloom is purple. And then it puts on a uh, supposedly edible pepper. I would uh, call it ornamental, but some eat it yeah. and have no yeah. problem we, we digesting it. Those who are, are connoisseurs of peppers say that it doesn't have a good flavor. But it is a fabulous plant <laughs> for color, hot. and peppers love it warm, so they're, they're going to be attractive all the rest of spring, all through summer, probably all the way to first frost. So it's a pretty cool little pepper, and mm-hmm. they are only three ninety nine. Yeah, and that's one of those ones. Look up online, and you'll see the pictures. And uh, if you're not familiar with it, and it's it's a good looking plant. How many do you have left? I'm sorry to uh, say, twenty ish. Oh wow. Okay. 24-ish. So yeah, we sold about a third of them between yesterday and today. But if you can't afford that, uh huh. <laughs> then, then, then we have uh, the okay. Parsons, uh-huh, the penguin, the penguin, <laughs> Pekin pepper. There you go. And they couldn't put all that on the tag, and I could barely get it out too. <laughs> so uh, those are only a buck ninety nine. It is edible. Two dollars cheaper. Can you imagine such a thing? Definitely edible, and yeah. uh, I can attest the first fifteen and- to twenty seconds. Very, very nice flavor. Uh, <laughs> so it's sneaking up on you. And then, and then, and, 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 and then after you, you gain consciousness. Uh, <laughs> no, it's not that bad, but uh, you, you definitely need or feel like you need to be uh, running for water. <laughs> Four times hotter than a regular jalapeno, at least a, a, a regular protein. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. And uh, it's definitely it's more than four times hotter than a jalapeno. So I saw a guy yesterday with a whole flat of them. Did you really? Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, he he came by here and he wanted to take that one, and so we told him to leave that up here. Well, he could have. But he went. He went out. He had went, gotten another. He went out there. And he wanted the famous him. one. Yeah, uh, he he went out there and found the one that was on the show. Yeah, yeah. But uh, these are, these are good plants and. Uh, they have red fruit, and you may be lucky enough uh, to buy these plants that you get one with yellow fruit on it. Because hmm. when you do a seedling population like these are, uh, you have about uh, 10% of them come back with yellow fruit. That's cool. And and, uh, and people do, say that the yellow ones are hotter than the red ones. And we do need people to uh, save the seed for this, right? Yeah, I, I think that would be with my re- with my uh, record of uh, losing the seed. We lost the seed on this uh, several years ago, and a guy in Tyler happened to have some in his refrigerator. And uh, and sent me the, the the pods that he got out of the freezer, and I extracted the seed and started started to plant over again. Hey Trace, you want to help us talk to Jerry? The other Jerry oh, on the line. J- yeah, you had okay. me confused there for Sorry. a second. But, uh, <laughs> Jerry's on the line at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Let's see if we can't answer your question before the break, and if not, uh, we'll we'll answer it afterwards. What's going on, Jerry? Thanks for waiting, man. Appreciate it. Okay, I need, thank you. I need a recommendation on a um, privacy hedge. I've got an area fifty two feet uh, long. Uh, need it to go about eight feet high. The challenge I have is that I need to keep it about three feet. Wide and what I've been looking at is the scarlet peak yopine or the pencil. And I remember reading an article, I think it was by Dr. Finch, where he he took regular yopine 
and uh, uh, pared it way back, and, and that seemed to work. Uh, but I would think that, that that must take a lot of work to keep it down to two or three feet. Yeah, that did involve a lot of pruning, but it worked really well. It was attractive, and especially if you started at the beginning. What was the dimension, three by uh, three feet? Uh, long, and then I needed to go about eight feet high, but I need to keep it uh, about three feet maximum width. And that's okay. where that's the reason I was looking at the Scarlet Peak and the pencil. Yeah, the pencil I would stay away from, the Scarlet's Peak. Uh... I still feel like like you should be doing the the part of Houston's and trimming them. Um, okay, it's well, meant, it's, it's meant be cheaper to do that. At, at, uh, I understand that be, the Scarlet Peak only goes about two feet wide, so I'd need right. about twenty five of them. You'd need a bunch of them, and um, and if there's ever a problem with one, you you got to replace. Whereas if you go with a standard Yopon Holly, you can keep trimming and get the other one to fill fill in the gaps. Um, and that is what they make those big fancy yard sculptures out of, uh, yeah. right. standard yoke on holly. So very uh, durable as cutting. You're going to get the berries. I, I think I would stick with that one and, and work with it. Okay, is well, that sun, would be... Is uh, it full sun? Full sun or shade? Uh, it's, on the, uh, it's on the east side, and it gets direct sun in the morning and up till uh, uh, early noon. Can, can it get a little taller? There, there's another, a couple other options. For there's a, there's one that I like, the Sandanqua viburnum. Right, but that's seven he's, foot. He's still trimming. Uh, I was starting to think maybe oh, I don't, uh, I Japanese don't. U. Yeah, I don't. Let's see. What has he got? Three feet space. Right. Yeah, my Sandanqua is. Uh, I don't think it's more than three feet wide. I, I just kind of think of it as a as a kind of a accordion kind of. That's the way I've got it planted, and and uh, very attractive. Um, seven foot is all the taller it gets, and then seven Chris foot, and I are debating about how work. wide. Yeah, how wide does it get? Well, not much I mean, more than three feet. How, how, how many? How would you have to plant it? What would you plant it to get a hedge? Uh, you, let's see. Mine, I've got, uh, I've got the covers uh, twelve feet, and I've got uh, four of them. Three, three and a half foot centers is what I would do yeah. on that one. Um, if it could get to, say, 12 foot, I think Japanese U is going to require less maintenance as far as trimming and stuff goes. And it would be perfectly fine in that morning sun, afternoon shade as well. Well, I know the, the berries are attractive. I know the wife said something about it. It would be nice to have berries, the red berries out there, which you, I guess you get with the Yopon. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a great plant. Hey, Jerry, do you want to keep discussing this? We got to get to go to the news no, at the top. No, I'll let him go. It sounds like the Yopon is uh, if, if you uh, trim it and keep it, uh, you're not going to kill it by uh, keeping it down to three feet. I guess that's my basic question. No, but and it I is think very very slow growing though. All right. Oh, it is. Well, thanks, sir. We'll, we'll keep talking about it at the top of the hour. Thanks, sir. Okay. Thank All you. Right. You bet. We got to take a break. While we do, give us a call two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. More coming up. back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 AM, The Answer. 
And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas, where we're having a lot of fun. I see folks eating fajitas as they're roaming around, and uh, we've got the balloon artists here and the face painters, and we're having a lot of fun. Uh, so uh, come on out and be a part of it. In fact, I'm going to see if I can get her attention, and we'll see if we can get her on the air to talk about the uh, the balloon artist and stuff. What about the, ta- the taco producer? Well, that... get them, and maybe they would oh, okay. carry some of those up. Do you want to go ask them if they'd like to talk on the air? Yeah, we can. They're being con- uh, done by BWI. Uh, is uh, donating that, and that's for a donation to the San Antonio Food Bank. Um, and uh, don't forget, we've seen lots of folks today that are wearing their Fiesta hats here. If they do, they'll get that free uh, Millburgers Fiesta medal, and that. Uh, and they also have a $7 donation for each medal uh, made to the uh, Salvation Army. And um, are you trying to flag her down? Yeah. Thank you. And... Um, Let's see what else. Oh, we got all kinds of. Uh, if if you, uh, you sure? Oh, it's easy. Come on up. All right. Uh, I say that to everybody. Milton's favorite person. Yeah. But anyway, the um, we encourage you to come on by and celebrate, and then come on after the holidays, or rather after today, and celebrate Fiesta. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Um, anyway. Did uh, she decide? She's going to call her husband. What is that? Give Who? permission? No, to see if he'll do it. She's too shy. Oh. But anyway, um, throughout Fiesta, when you come and you wear your hat, you take a picture of you and your Fiesta hat here at the nursery. Uh, make sure it's something that they notice. Then you post it on Millburger Fiesta's, Millburger's Fiesta, hashtag Millburger's Fiesta on Facebook. Then um, you're eligible for a $50 gift certificate that will be chosen randomly. And um, and there will be three of them. So, okay, so let's see. We'll get back to Jerry's issue. Uh, did you? And what was it? We didn't get to, no, not you, the uh, oh. other Jerry and oh. the uh, the privacy fence. Uh, did you all have any more thoughts on that, or did we kind of wrap that one up? I think we covered that. Okay, yeah, I think there are two, two choices. I, I still think Sandanqua is worthy of a, a look because that, that three foot is almost a, a natural width for it. Um, and they're, they're attractive, but uh, the the one that is uh, really versatile is that standard yopon, that Pride of Houston yopon. Yeah, you can uh, you can do almost anything with it. But I, I I like the fact that Trace brought up that uh, relatively slow growing. Oh, okay. So you don't get an instant. Uh, and that's that that's what makes it possible to do the sculptors too because it. Mm-hmm. It's not like a peach tree, you know. You make all your these cuts, and then the next day it's all grown back. <laughs> no, that makes sense. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Toll free. It's eight six six three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Now you were talking about Calvin's article. Uh, did you want to go back to that? I, I promised I would tell you. And, and what part you. of Calvin? You, you were talking about wildflowers and uh-huh. let them go to seed. There you go. And don't cut them down. And there you go. Okay. And uh, we, we mentioned that this is the, if you're going to plant tomatoes, you need to get them in. And then it's best if you, you get one of the larger uh, plants. And But peppers were prime, prime time for peppers. And then okra seed. Yeah. Plant and they've got seed. they've got uh, Oscar. Oscar okra here at the cash register yeah. for sale. Mm-hmm. David sent it 
by uh, me as a messenger. Oh, to, did it really? Yeah. He had, he had divided it up among a number of the nurseries, cooperating nurseries. Yeah. So limited supply. Oh, um, yeah. Kind of valuable, but uh, Oscar okra is a, a good one to grow. I, w- I want to finish up on this uh, wildflower thing. All right, well, go ahead and hang that thought for just a just second. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead and finish. I'm just, I'm just teasing. But uh, people are always wondering when it, when is the seed mature enough to cut the plant down or to harvest the seed. And we always give them yellow and uh, wait till the seed pods turn yellow and firm up and on and on. I think to avoid confusion... I'll just say, regardless of the wildflower, whether it's blue bonnets, coreopsis, poppies, or petunias, or anything Primrose. else, wait till the pod turns brown. Okay, we'll forget the green and all that kind of stuff, and yellow. Uh, wait till the pods, or the majority of the pods, turn brown. And then that, that seed will be mature. And so, but if you get it uh, when the seed's a little bit green, uh, that that's one study that we never have done on blue bonnets is how early can you harvest the seed and still have it germinate? Because, uh, like I said, we har- harvest the seed and then in a year we go ahead and uh, and replant the seed so yeah we're we're kind of more optimistic on texas uh, mountain laurel yeah 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 same way but uh, use that when it's uh, full size and just just turning brown wait to turn brown uh i got a uh, uh email from uh uh dr lineberger's wife it was uh he's the head of a horticulture department at Texas A&M, and uh, I gave him a uh, uh, Laura Bush Petunia method mm-hmm. uh, five years ago, which is the and and, and, oh. and he's receding. It's receding in that same pot after five years. Oh, that's beautiful, cool! Beautiful display. He sent me a picture of it. And now his uh, isn't faded yet. Uh-uh. Oh wow. Uh-uh. <laughs> and so, um, so she was asking us if we wanted. Oh, yeah. so that's cool. Well, so what does he do differently that I'm not doing? That he, he just didn't... lets it go, lets it, lets it die down, and let the seed mature. Oh, okay. And they, they drop. Okay. Well, he probably did the same thing you did. He didn't know what he was going to do with it, so he let it sit there. Yeah. And, and look good for, her and then let it sit there, and then it reseeded, and. It, all through the years, now he's taking credit for uh, <laughs> yeah, having it in place all these years and taking care of it when actually it just made its own living. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna trim it and throw it all around. It's such a beautiful plant. It's really pretty. Oh yeah, yeah. Is it, but uh, let uh, have you seen the seed pod on it? No. Have you seen looked at the seed pods on it? Mm-mm. It had little bitty seed pods about the size of a. Uh, Not as big as a penny, by the size of a dime, maybe. Okay. And uh, it too turns brown. Oh. And it went, and then the then the seed uh, and many many seed for each pod 
hundreds of seed to each pod. Yeah, one uh, one pod is usually enough. Yeah, one, one pod is easy enough. And uh, then it just drops as that pod decomposes. It, it drops its seed. So now blue bonnets, they actually throw their seed. Mm. When, when they turn brown, they throw their seed. So, uh, but just wait, wait till the pods turn brown. We're having trouble with those balloons, are we? She may be doing that on purpose, remember. Oh. She's an artist. Oh. Anyway, and like I said, the uh, the interview with me about the Barbara Woods yeah. blue bonnets is on plantanswers.com under the topics of the month. Uh, it's it's made it's the it's made it all the way back to Tennessee. I got a, a Facebook Facebook deal to saying from uh, one of my friends there in Tennessee saying he wish he could see the video. Well, I'm I'm gonna have to write him back and tell him it's on plantanswers.com on under the Barbara Bush blue bonnet. Uh, Topic of the month section. Now, did you say that Calvin was talking about uh, planting the um, the cosmos? Now, is that in the article or no? Yeah, or, you, or can, y'all just you can say, plant the cosmos. Or are we all just saying that now is the time if you want to plant by seed? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Any time in the summer. Yeah. Okay. And now, then zinnias zinnias are coming up crazy with seed too they're fast yeah. cosmos are almost and as that's fast. an indication that the soil warming up a little yeah. bit oh okay and so if you had uh, a lot of folks that had uh, zinnias and cosmos a lot well not cosmos as much but zinnias last year uh, made it through that cold weather and uh, are germinating reseeding which is uh kind of unexpected but uh cosmos seed can be spread too uh, both of both of them are love the heat. Now, you, Cosmos is probably qualifies as a xeriscape plant, but zinnias really don't. No, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Zinnias got a. They look look like they would, and they love the heat, but they uh, they do need regular watering to keep them producing flowers. And uh, don't forget the number 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll free. Outside of San Antonio, 866-308-8867. Uh, give us a call. Be a part of the show. What's your gardening question today on this beautiful Sunday afternoon? Either come on out and ask it in person and join your friends out here at the nursery or uh, call us at 210-308-8867. I was surprised uh, in one of Neil Sperry's questions uh, this week in the newspaper, in yesterday's newspaper, said he got a question that our 35-year-old lady bankster roses are losing vigor. Have you ever heard of a lady bankster losing vigor? No, I've I've heard them gotten getting over vigorous, yeah. but not losing vigor. If you if they I guess if they prune the heck out of them every year or a couple times a year, maybe maybe that'd be an issue. But 35 years is quite a long time. So it? it no longer covered our patio. We're thinking about replacing them with wisteria. Jeez, that's that's like jumping out of the pan into the into the fire. Um, yeah, lady, uh, ba- lady banks. If it's in full sun, is much more 
predictable and uh, attractive and easier to manage than wisteria. Yeah. yeah, Neil says, try to identify why the lady banker may be declining. If it's because they've been pruned repeatedly, then perhaps they might be running out of steam. Uh, some people cut lady banksters back to the ground every year, and they grow six or eight feet tall. I mean, uh, yeah, we've been. I, I don't know about pruning. One uh, of ours, we don't we don't prune at all, and that's the one that's up in, into the tree, mesquite yeah. and live oak, and yeah, out, yeah, and out, and then the one that's the out in the full sun, prune it once a year, and uh, but it comes pretty, right back. Yeah, it's pretty vigorous. Yeah. I don't prune it down to the ground, but yeah. Um, but I, I don't. I don't know what that. I've never heard was. of that either. But Neil says try to identify why it might be declining. I wonder if they decline. If they've never fertilized it, or uh, or if the soil's gotten so compacted. I don't know. However, it's because of, if it's because the trees now now cast more shade. Than it used to. Wisteria won't fare won't fare any better. It might be time to switch over to something else if that's the case. Then, then he may recommends Carolina jessamine and um, uh, Lady Baxter and, and and then Madam Madam Galen Trumpet Creeper. Now, if that thing loses its uh, loses its uh, vigor. Lady Bank, uh, Madam Galen, the trumpet creeper. Why does he think you got that a serious it? problem? That's a, that's a sun lover too. I don't yeah, understand yeah. Uh, Sam, why that one would be fair any better than? Uh, no, it, it wouldn't if it's shade. Wisterias are fine as long as the patio cover is very large <laughs> and capable of handling a lot of weight because they they get extremely big. But I, I can't figure out why that uh, Lady Banksy road is, is losing its vigor. Yeah, I think it is. Well, I, th- I think he maybe hit it, though, on shade or that, yeah, the soil situation uh, and the excessive pruning, maybe. I don't know. All right, 210-308-8867 is our number, 210-308-8867. And Ms. Pettez is on the line. Ms. Pettez, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Fine, and uh, I'm calling because of uh, I have um, some red tips, and the leaves been having a lot of spots on them this year. Really? Yours is the only one doing that in San Antonio. That's not true. Yeah. What side of town do you live on? Uh, I, I live by 151 out, uh, in Ingram outside the loop around yeah. Maze, Maze uh, uh, YMCA. Yeah, that's why. That's where it's worse. For some reason, it's worse well, in that section of the city. Don't you listen to him. He's, he's <laughs> fooling with you there. Yeah, that leaf that yeah. spot. That leaf spot is uh, showing up uh, lots of plants, and unfortunately, every year it shows up in different uh, fatinias. Just this year might might be more. But uh, you don't think I need to uh, uh, cut the tree, cut the red tips down, huh? Well, it's 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 a long term problem. It's not a. There's not any easy solution. There's not. In fact, there's no good solution for it. 
uh, they just generally decline because the they uh, don't they don't they have trouble getting iron up from our soil, and the disease does not respond to to fungicides. So I guess what people do they they mulch, and some people will pull will pull all the leaves and for sure will collect the infected uh, leaves now, so uh, that there's less. It's, it's really close to my lemon tree, so you don't think you don't catch it. Oh, no, it won't hurt your lemon. Uh-huh. Uh, okay, unless it's then. unless it's competing. I, I, I would cut that thing down and get rid of it uh, and favor the lemon tree. Yeah, the Fotinia he's talking about. Yeah. Because yeah, it's yeah, going to yeah. it's going to gradually d- get worse and worse. Okay, okay. All right, then thank you. Thank you very much. I'm you sorry. Bet. Yeah, I think that she's the first one that's ever called on that. <laughs> yeah, right after. I the, think she is the first one that's ever thanked us for saying yeah, get rid of that uh, yeah. Virginia. Yeah, yeah. Well, y'all keep playing uh, Professor Longhair. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. Good luck. Okay, okay. Yay. I'm All glad right. you like that. I'll find some more Professor Longhair for you. Okay. <laughs> okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, 210-308-8867, 210 210-308- 8867. We're going to take a break and come back in just a moment. Come on out to Millburgers. It's a beautiful day. There's lots of folks here having a good time all. Uh, some folks dressed up with their uh, Fiesta hats, and uh, they're, of course, getting those Fiesta medals, and a contribution is made by Millburgers to the uh, Salvation Army, or you can just uh, buy one for yourself, and a contribution is made to the Salvation Army. All right, take a break. Come back in a moment on Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. It's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bolvardy Road, where the Fiesta Fun continues throughout Fiesta with Millburgers Fiesta Photo Contest. That's right. Starting now, you'll have a chance to win a $50 gift card to Millburgers Nursery. Here's how it works. Throughout Fiesta, show up at Millburgers Nursery with your Fiesta hat. Take a photo of yourself with your friends and loved ones and check in at Millburger Nursery and use the hashtag Millburgers Fiesta in your post for a chance to win a $50 gift card. Three winners will be chosen at random on april 30th so come on out and be a part of the fun while you're there this week you'll notice there are some great savings on some of your favorites like the great gardenias they have like august beauty and the Frostproof varieties now in the three gallon container just 1488 you'll find savings on tropical hibiscus in the 12 inch pot for just 1688 this week you'll save on lantana caladium and much much more at millburgers landscape nursery for more information go to millburgernursery.com or we'll see you at 1604 on Hey, it's Mike Gallagher. You may not know that my radio career took off out of Greenville, South Carolina, which is also the hometown of Dixie Bishop and her company, Texas Plumbing Diagnostics. If you follow Dixie Bishop on Facebook, you know she's all about keeping Texas red, and she's also passionate about serving you when you have a plumbing problem. If it's installing gas lines, sewer lines, tankless water heaters, you name it. Or if you have any plumbing emergency, Texas Plumbing Diagnostics responds to your emergency stat do business with a like-minded company god bless texas and texas plumbing diagnostics here's dixie bishop thanks mike at texas plumbing diagnostics we'll find your plumbing problem and we'll fix your problem call 210-698-9790 or find us at tpdtx.com for texas plumbing diagnostics texas plumbing diagnostics we respond to your emergency 
that. Finding great discount deals has just gotten easier through the Marketplace San Antonio page at 930amtheanswer.com. The Codemasters one-day seminar, ranging from topics like negotiation tactics to persuasion and communication skills. The seminar comes with a booklet full of tips, seminar lessons, and additional sales training material. Regular price, $995. The Marketplace price, only $600. See details at the Marketplace page at 930amtheanswer.com. Joe Walsh puts the border issue in plain English. There's a sizable chunk of people here in this country who don't want our borders to be secure. It's it's absolutely fascinating. We're simply not a sovereign nation if we don't have secure borders. What's the use of having borders if you're not going to secure them? The Joe Walsh Radio Program, weeknights at 10 on 930 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. Milton Glick along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch talking about gardening. Well, let's take a second to talk to you about quality organic products right there on Lookout Road. If you're looking for mulch, soil, compost, if you're looking for high-quality materials at a great price, quality organic products is the place to, for you to go. If you're looking for organic products, no biosolids, quality organic products can be the place to go, too. Uh, they, if you're looking for a place that will deliver them and do a great job and uh, and also to uh, kind of get in those nooks and crannies or drivers that uh, that know what they're doing or maybe can even deliver two different types of things in one trip, quality organic products can do it. If you're looking for uh, just a pickup truck full or you need a bag full, quality organic products can do that. Are you getting the idea that quality organic products can just about do anything you need them to do in terms of uh, uh, soils or mulch or compost or river rock or crushed granite, head on over there to qualityorganicproducts.com and you'll see all the stuff they do and then you'll go visit them at Quality Organic Products right there on Lookout Road, just about a quarter mile outside of Loot 1604. You can give them a call at 210 610-651-0200, 210-651-0200. Close today, leave them a message, they'll call you back or just call them first thing in the morning if they can help you at Quality Organic Products. All right, well, let's go uh, 210-308-8867, the number two call. 210-308-8867. What else you got going on up there? Uh, I got a question from somebody that had uh, said we had... Well, first of all, I got I got a question from a lady that said that uh, she had seen a color of blue bonnets that she'd never seen before. In her oh, I remember life. that. Said I wanted to know the colors of some blue bonnets I found with blue bonnets. I have no way of sending a, a photo, which she eventually did. And uh, uh, she said, all of all of my years of living in Texas, I've not seen this color of blue bonnets. And what the picture she sent was one of uh, Worthington Blue, the hmm. one that we developed uh, even before Barbara Bush, uh, was uh, Worthington Blue, named after the Worthington uh, Hotel up in uh, Fort Worth. And it's sky blue, like today. Oh, wow. Look out, look up, and and see the sky, blue sky with no clouds or whatever. That's the color that Blue Bonnet was. And uh, that that just goes to prove that uh, 
we don't manufacture these these colors that they they appear naturally and and they appear in nature uh, rarely, but uh, uh, she proves that the Worthington blue uh, is uh, is is occurs in 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 nature. Uh, so anyway, she uh, uh, we the reason we stopped producing Worthington blue, and that's some of the calls. I'm some of the uh, concerns. That we're getting on the uh, Barbara Bush blue bonnet. Oh, uh, I purposely said that we no longer produce seed of Barbara Bush blue bonnet, and uh, because I figured that after the after the TV program ran, that people would want to buy the seed. Mm-hmm. That's, the, that's the way people yeah. respond. And uh, we 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 never made that uh, commercially available. Uh, through Wild Seed, the main distributor uh, of the, of the colors. Thank you, Calvin. Uh-huh. And uh, Calvin's a good good he is a good server, man. isn't he? Remember to get your napkin. But uh, so uh, uh, and mainly because we couldn't stabilize the color. In other words, that. That sky blue is, is the most beautiful thing you've ever seen. But uh, when we saved the seed, we got some off colors in there that were the ugliest thing that you've ever seen. It's kind of an ugly blue, uh, not not pretty as lavender, but uh, uh, leaning toward the lavender color. So uh, we just uh, we do, we drop we dropped the production of of the Barbara Bush, and also uh, like I said, since Wild Seed Farms are the main distributor of these colors, blue bonnet, uh, we had to go with what what sell what was sell, and uh, and and of course the Alamo Fire or the maroon Texas maroon uh, is always a big seller. At uh, Wild Seed Farm, so, and we we're supposed to have, we're we're hoping to have a good crop this year. I don't I don't think they're even selling uh, Alamo Fire or, or Red Maroon this year, unless it's color. You know, they may have a few seeds in the small packages up at the store there at Fredericksburg, but as far as the catalogs and things like that, they're not selling any quantity of seed because we didn't we lost them all for the rut to the rain last year so uh, uh, but we hopefully will we'll have a source of them uh, this year because we got a good seed set but now we've just got to figure out uh, the best way to harvest the most most possible seed but anyways if somebody wrote in from uh, uh, so, okay, to finish that thought, the re, the re, again the, the sales of the Barbara Bush Blue Bonnet were not uh, significant enough to uh, to keep keep it to keep uh, propagating that seed. So that's why we don't have it anymore. But we we will will have a purple, and we will have um, uh, if we if we get a good seed harvest. And we will have Alamo Fire or uh, Texas Maroon. 
But uh, they, anyway, we got a uh, got a uh, letter in here. It said we had a lovely fr- uh, front lawn of blue bonnets at our country home in Comal County for the last four years. This year, there were fewer blue bonnets due to the weeds taking over. There are also worms that look like army worms eating some. That's right. Uh, I would get upset when we, when we're out harvesting blue bonnets. Because there's some there's, there's larvae of uh, insects out there eating the seed. They're actually eating the seed. So uh, about the only only way you could control them is with, is with an insecticide. You could use any insecticide will control those larvae. I, I don't think the BTs will, will work real well on those because uh, they're actually eating the seed pod. And uh, you could use the BT products. It would stop them from eating. But probably the best way at this stage of the game is to hit them with an insecticide. If you, if you want to do it organically, which the, the blue bonnets don't, don't mind whether it's one way or the other, and, and uh, don't want to use malathion or orthene or something like that uh, or asaphate, uh, for the blue bonnets, uh, you could use a spinosad if you want to use spinosad. But I, I think really orthene would probably be your best, or asaphate would be your best best deal, and that won't hurt the uh, blue bonnet seed at all. Uh, but after the blue bonnets go to seed, what they want to know what's the best way and timing to eliminate weed without harming next year's crop of blue bonnets. Um, after the after the seed began to turn turn brown, uh, the majority of the seed, forty to fifty percent of the seed, began to turn is brown. Then you can you can go over there and spray the spray the whole area with uh, Roundup, glyphosate herbicide, that that won't hurt, uh, cause the rest of the seed to slowly ripen and pop. And also, hopefully, kill the grasses before they have a chance to make the seed. Also, after they completely dry down, and uh, if you if you want to go in there with a lawnmower with a uh, a grass catcher on it uh, to catch the seed, you are trying to get rid of the seed crop for next year, and then. Uh, then, uh, then next year you can use uh, you you can deal with. Hopefully, you'll have less weeds and or less grassy weeds than, than you had this year. If they're grass, I couldn't tell by the picture whether they're grassy weeds or not. You can use a uh, a fusillade product or a, a problem pro, a product like uh, Grass Be Gone. Uh, and it has to be grass be gone, grass be gone, and for and I think John Thomas uh, Wild Seed Farm sells it at Ornamax. Ornamax, is, is that right? Yeah, that's what I. That's one of my favorites. It's yeah, Fusillade. He actually sells that in, in his catalog, and that that kills all all the grasses out of there. So you could use that uh, next next spring when next fall 
after the blue bonnets start coming up, whether you planted them or, or whether they came up naturally. Well, Calvin was nice enough to bring us some fajitas. We've tried them. They're really good. And um, they're going to be here till 3 o'clock or till they run out of fajitas. That's right. Whichever comes they're first. They're doing a good job of uh, collecting funds for food bank. Mm-hmm. And that's what uh, asks you to make a dollar donation for the, each fajita. And uh, it goes to uh, the food bank. And then, of course, the... Other activities, uh, that goes to the Salvation Army. Though. Yeah, the Fiesta medals that you buy or uh, Millburgers donates in your name, uh, that goes to help the Salvation Army here in San Antonio. Both of those organizations, by the way, uh, are terrifically efficient and do... Uh, uh, What's that mean? They collect that money really No, it means they, means they, they spend what they collect. Uh, uh, 82% of it goes into programs for the Salvation Army. I think the San Antonio Food Bank's about the same. Uh, it's a significant amount, whereas there are some organizations that that a lot of it goes into salaries and capital and the bureaucracy of it. Uh, those two pride themselves on being as efficient as good stewards of your donation. We'll put it that way. Well, and they have a major, major impact. Everybody oh, gosh, yeah. has been uh, benefited or knows somebody that's benefited by it. Uh, help help mm-hmm. from the food bank or from Salvation Army. Yeah, it really is amazing. And uh, if you want to know more about those organizations, just Google them. Uh, but both of them do a real good job and are an important part of San Antonio. Lots of folks here now. Yeah. I was trying to figure out what their, um, looks like uh, uh, roses and perennials. Um, oh, what they're getting? Annuals, yeah. There are a lot of folks in the uh, looking at the vincas and... Uh, uh, zinnias uh, out there, and what's what's all the the red back there, Milton? Is that? Oh, that's our, our, some of our petunias. So. Oh yeah, yeah. Hey, um, also want to mention next Saturday here at Mill Burgers is going to be the B. Uh, program for children, but it's really for children of all ages, uh, and they're not uh, making it so that you have to RSVP. Uh, and we talked to Jim Bills a little while ago. He's going to bring equipment, bees. I think he's being going to bring some honey. Um, and uh, it sounds like he's got a passion for for this and uh, really wants to uh, teach both kids and adults about the uh, impact and the uh, ways that they might become uh, supporters of bees in San Antonio. So for more information on that, go to millburgernursery.com. That's millburgernursery.com, and you'll learn more about that. And then um, we'll mention that through Fiesta, when you come to Millburgers and uh, you wear your Fiesta hat, uh, take a picture here at the nursery and then post it to Facebook with hashtag Fiesta. Uh, double check me on that by going to millburgernursery.com, but you'll uh, get a chance to. Is that uh, orange hat with that cow head on there? Is that uh, one of those Fiesta hats that you're talking about, Milton? No, that's more of a sacred thing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> a monk. It's a monk. Yeah, uh-huh. um, but anyway, so um, when you do that, you're eligible. You can do that now through Fiesta. Trace was making a good suggestion, which was you know, make sure that you know it's Millburger, so take it in front of the Hug Me Tree or uh, someplace where you know it is, and then um, they will. Uh, uh, you'll be in the running. Yeah, no, I was talking about. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Trace heard his name. It's like, oh, what do they say about me? Um, but anyway. And then, Calvin, you've got another program coming up while we got a chance and we don't have That's any right. calls to talk That's about right. that. That's right. Yeah, we've, uh, our friends at the Gardening Volunteers of South Texas 
are co-sponsoring along with San Antonio Water System and uh, Trinity Glenrose uh, Groundwater District a uh, another design school. And this design school has uh, been scheduled uh, because the uh, last one had uh, more folks sign up than uh, could be accommodated. And so the folks on the waiting list are going to be uh, participating. And uh, also there's room for you, though, if you want to uh, attend. It's Saturday, May 5. It's a water saver landscape design school from 8.30 to 1.30 uh, on the May 5th at the Fair Oaks Ranch Country Club. So that's a little different. That's uh, up here uh, or out, out west, even west of uh, Millburgers. Fair Oaks Ranch Country Club, uh, 7900 Fair Oaks Parkway. And the uh, cost is $30 per individual or $50 for two of you from the same household. And the program inv- inv- includes four presentations, presentations on xeriscaping, on design, improving soils, and plant selection. It also has the the uh, uh, one-on-one idea consultations. That's one of the most popular uh, portions of the, the training. The, uh, an expert will uh, discuss your particular ideas and your issues on your landscape with you. And then there are three full-color plant and uh, landscape guides that are provided to you so that you have the resources to uh, continue your thinking about uh, improving your landscape. So, uh, for more information or to sign up, gardeningvolunteers.org. That's where you go to the website. And that's for May 5th, 8.30 to 1.30 p.m., Fair Oaks Ranch, the design school. Hey. Uh, all right, 210 308 8867. 210 308 
And if you've already met your deductible because of other damage, there may be no additional cost to you. Barry Hegendorf at 822-9147 of Deck and Patio Care has been helping homeowners improve the look of their decks, patios, fences, and homes since 1985. And the incredible results speak for themselves. But check it out for yourself at deckandpatiocare.com. You'll see miraculous transformations and read testimonials of happy customers. So if your deck, fence, or patio is damaged by hail, call Deck and Patio Care right now at 822-9147 or go to deckandpatiocare.com. These days, people send their children to college to learn a trade that no one in the family has done before. They move away, they work for someone who doesn't love them, and then they trade their infinitely valuable time for a little bit of someone else's money. The old plan was to get a job but lay aside each month and later start a family business. As the owner, you leverage the time of others and earn off hundreds of man hours per day. It's called financial leverage. At Tradeway, we teach you to start a family business by trading stocks. The added benefit is that each generation teaches the next and builds on these skill sets, and your children have the competitive advantage of experience. That's a great plan for potentially creating generational wealth. Coming to the JW Marriott San Antonio Hill Country, June 8th and 9th. Only $99.95 for your entire household, plus a free ticket for a friend and a full money-back guarantee. To register, call 877-907-TRADE. That's 877-907-8723, or go to Tradeway.com. That's Tradeway.com. Hi, this is Jan Johnson, HR Manager for Salem Media Group of San Antonio. And I'm looking for a creative team member, one who thrives in a fast-paced, detail-oriented work environment. And the role we're hiring for is a digital content coordinator. And it's someone who will manage our day-to-day digital content from multiple websites, social media pages, and station mobile apps. In this role, you work really closely with the marketing and promotions department, as well as internal teams and station clients to coordinate and deliver digital content, such as graphic design, digital and print materials, email marketing and contests, and other assets. If you're interested in this and you have attention to detail, you like social media, you're good with graphic design, then go to this station's website and click on the tab Now Hiring and send us your resume. We'd love to talk to you. If you love website design, if you love graphic design, you don't want to miss out. Join a great team. Apply today. Welcome back to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. Milton Glick, along with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons, sitting on the porch. And, boy, it has gotten busy here at Milberger's. Uh, people just enjoying the day out here and uh, celebrating the fiesta and the fajitas and the face painting and the balloon artist and having lots of fun. So come on out here and be a part of it uh, and uh, just uh, join your gardening peers out here at Milberger's. And yeah, it is fun, Calvin. You were mentioning earlier to see what people are getting and... Uh, uh, the peppers look like they're finding homes. Uh, we are um, got different um, perennials that are in front of us that, that are people are choosing. So uh, come on out, be a part of it. People are always going for the color too. We haven't gotten as many people that like the uh, the bougainvilleas. Yesterday we were watching a move out. Uh, today uh, there people aren't looking up. So if a they few, looked up, yeah, they they would. A few of them have gone, but there's. Uh, the display was so impressive yesterday. Yeah. That, I mean, just all those in, the, in that row with that color. Yeah, it really is beautiful. 
need to come check it out here if you're looking for a bougainvillea with a sort of a blood orangish color, yeah, that reddish it's orange. It's a different color for sure. Yeah, uh, it's really interesting. All right, 210-308-8867 is our number, 210-308-8867. What else you got there? I was looking at that. Uh, I'm watching the face painter lady, and when she got through with that little, she had a little girl in her, in her chair, and when she got through, she held a mirror up like they do at the barber shop. Yeah. So she could see it, and that little girl just busted out in the in the biggest smile you ever saw. Oh, that's great! So she's excited about what the face painter lady did. I, I guess I guess that makes it all worthwhile for the face painter. Yeah, I'm sure it does. We got a question in uh, on a Spanish oak. Said we have a Spanish oak that has not sprouted any leaves. A Spanish oak? Yeah. Uh, Texas Red Oak. Oh, okay. Uh, we have had it a long time. It's probably over 50 feet. Ooh. How do I know if it died? I pray that it isn't. Uh, forest answers are back. Rachel, you can scratch the bark. If the underlying wood is green, there is life. And if it is brown, there is no life. As long as you can find the green, there is hope. For positive answer, have an arborist visit and give you advice. You can locate one in the yellow pages under trees or tree care. So, uh, but that's, that's kind of weird because my, my red oak or Spanish oak is full leaf. Oh, yeah. Completely leafed yeah, out. Yeah, even, even the pecans are... Lacy oaks are, are full leaf now, too. So. And I don't know what would have killed, unless it's hypoxylin. Well, uh, oak, oak wilt, but that would be a, a process. You would have probably recognized it earlier. Yeah. But anyway, I think, I think our best bet on that deal oh, is you know, to have, a, have an arborist out and uh, yeah. take I had a, a look at I that. I had a uh, call from somebody... And they they had one of the red. Uh, it's not a post oak; is a white oak. But the, there's a red oak out in the uh, like uh, sandy soils in uh, like Wilson County and and through there. And they were uh, they had a, a problem too, where some of them died. And I was just hoping it was not that. Uh, the disease, you know, where you see it on the, the bark comes off. Yeah. But it, can you help? Can you remember what that? Hypoxylin? You're not talking about Oh, yeah. Hypoxylin yeah, cactus. Yeah, That's yeah. what I was talking about. And that that could be because uh, of, of the erratic rainfall we've had, and uh, especially in that sandy soil. Yeah. Uh, they just get, they're real susceptible, especially those, some of those varieties. Generally not. Texas red oak isn't as susceptible as some of the other trees, but that thing killed pecans in a dry, dry year one day. Yeah, and especially those. And I'm talking about big ones. And this is this is a big tree, 50 feet tall. When you look for the look for that arborist, you can go to the yellow pages like Forrest mentioned. You, a lot of times you can uh, uh, find out who who. Your neighbors use and they're been that's, hap- that's happy true. with. That's true. Uh, and, that, and that's kind of that's kind of good uh, because they have a reputation in the area. 
and obviously they've done some business this kind of symptoms you're talking about Hey, Barbara's on the line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Hi, Barbara. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing just fine. Uh, I would like to know if uh, deer-proof plants include the petunias, the bougainvillea, and gardenias. If, if what now? Deer-proof. Deer-proof. Oh, deer- I have deer- oh, deer-proof. Yes, they roam around and, uh, you know, they're nice. But I I want to plant some petunias (laughs) and a bougainvillea and then gardenias. And I wonder if the deer will leave them alone. I I think they'll leave bougainvilleas and I think they'll leave gardenias. Uh, Yeah, gardenias. And uh, petunias, they surprise you because of that smell, but they they seem to eat eat them. Still eat them. Yeah, so all three of those, I'm afraid, are... On the menu. Oh, really? If you, if you you want something that blooms that the deer won't eat? Yes. <laughs> okay, you get vinca, you get vinca, uh, vinca right. or periwinkle. That's a good okay. one. Four o'clocks. Yeah, okay. four o'clocks. Uh, now, zinnia in, in some neighborhoods... But they they uh, have a tendency to walk through them, and they got stiff. Break them down. They break them down. So uh, zinnias are an alternative. Uh, of course, my irises are blooming up a storm now, and they the deer don't eat them. But the, is this full sun or shade? Uh, it's more or less full sun. Okay. I, I think your surest bet is the the vinca or periwinkle. And okay. uh, they're, they're, they're just now uh, coming into the, you, you plant them when the temperature is warm, uh-huh. and they're just now coming into the nurseries now. And you got a lot of good colors. A lot of good colors, and uh, the deer won't touch them. But they will touch the gardenias, huh? Oh, yeah. Um, another one, uh, Trace mentioned Angelonia yesterday, I think. And Trialis. Yeah, well, and that's, we didn't that's, a, that's a taller one, yeah. But Angelonia is a, a plant that doesn't get too tall. That, I, If I remember right, dear, don't eat that. I think you're right. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think, have, I'll, have, I think I'll go you, with the Zinka. Okay, yeah. You've got a lot of different colors to choose from and sizes. Uh-huh. Uh, to choose from, and 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 like I said, we. Uh, the trout. I, I hesitate to make the statement because sure enough, somebody will call in. But I, we've never had a report of deer eating vinca or periwinkle. And if you can oh. hear that, we're knocking on wood. Yeah, here. yeah. We're knocking on our <laughs> okay. heads. Well, thank you okay. so much. Okay. Sure. Good luck to you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. All right, that'll free up a line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. And if you do find a deer that eats vinca or periwinkle, you need to destroy him as soon as possible. So that we don't so, have so an evolution. Yeah, so that genetics will not be passed down from from, uh, from deer to deer. Couldn't you just rehabilitate them? <laughs> you mean to have have a? Have a uh, I mean withdrawal an intervention. Yeah, well, can our dogs are bad enough, Milton? The deer are even tougher to rehabilitate. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
They've got my, uh, I'm looking through the sale items, they've got my favorite begonias on sale this week. And uh, the now is the ideal time to plant them. And they've got some uh, good specimens here. Uh, Four-inch pot, regularly $1.29, on sale for $0.88. Cents. Uh, that was kind of hard to round up. Okay. <laughs> But uh, anyway, they got begonias, and in my opinion, I think begonias. Well, the, the deer will eat begonias, so I'm thinking that's one of the best uh, landscape plants that there is. But then, then, then again, you got to think about vinca periwinkle, since the deer won't eat them, and they. They're, they're bloom pretty well in the shade too, in and in a, in a, uh, partially shaded area. Sky, he's going deeper and deeper, Jerry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm a big, big supporter of uh, Vinca periwinkle. No, but uh, I, lo- I love begonias too because they're they tell you when they need water, and you know they turn a little, a little gray. I especially like the whopper. Uh, because the same, all those characteristics that Jerry likes about begonia, but they're about three times as large. Yeah, and big leaves. Yeah. And they, they have, do they have green leaf whoppers and red yeah. leaf whoppers yeah. just yes, like they do? they the, do. I've never, seen, I've never seen a white-flowered whopper, though. There's some white-flowered begonias yeah. over there, but the, they got the pink and the red flowers. and the, I'm the surprised red. they don't have white. Maybe they do. I just don't. Maybe I, I haven't seen one either. Yeah. But they, they've got them planted. Uh, uh, if you want to see what they look like in the landscape, they've got them planted outside the fence here at Millburgers. Uh, on the service road. On the service road. They're spectacular. Right yeah. Bull Verde. Uh, also, they have lantanas. And if you got deep shade, if you got deep shade, they've got caladiums on sale. And the neat thing about, and I, I think he's getting more caladiums in uh, this next week, of uh, the strap leaf caladium. They've done a lot of work, a uh, lot of experiments with the, these caladiums, uh, because like, like we say on on planting beds, you know, you say, well, caladiums do well in the shade. They have to have shade, or do well. They do well in the shade. They, they prefer shade. But they've done some uh, research, and these strap leaf ones, the ones with uh, sort of skinny leaves, uh, take sun better than the, the broad, uh, the big-leaved caladium. So, so they're, they're an ideal one to use in a, a bed, like a long bed that's got a mix of sun and shade. There you go. That's what I was going to say. One end of the bed is more sun than the other end, but these guys can take can take care of either either end of the bed and look good through, through throughout the season. Coleus, they've done the same thing on the coleus. There's yeah, yeah, really nice selections of coleus. But you'll see on those particular plants in in beds like Calvin is describing, uh, such as Calvin is describing, uh, when when they when they get direct sun. They'd be shorter. You know, it kind of stunts them uh, because caladiums like to uh, do it or live, live in partial shade or whatever. 
And like we said, we got the lantana for sale. Uh, on sale. Oh, here's our little chickadee. Uh-oh. Where? Right on the on the water. Oh, on the fountain. The cute little thing and just flitting about, having a good time. And when you come by, when you come by Millburgers, uh, don't uh, stop by the cash register or whatever, and pick up the uh, the uh, newsletter. Yeah. Uh, April's out, of course, and they've got a pretty picture of a of a monarch butterfly on the front. That, that doesn't look like he'd been whispered to, Matthew. No. <laughs> does, does that one look like he'd been whispered to? No. He's, he's kind of more active than, uh, yeah. than my whispered. Well, uh, May May is going to be a big butterfly month for milkworkers. Uh, oh, yeah. This will be the place to come for your milkweeds and porterweeds and uh, <laughs> uh, zinnias, uh, zinnia transplants, zinnia seeds and packets, and, of course, pentas. Vincas, Vincas are good, and the lantanas, Jerry's mentioned, salvias, uh, all of those uh, excellent butterfly plants. Duranta, there's a whole mess of Duranta back there. They're they're one of the best for the fall butterfly, but we'll be emphasizing them, uh, talking a lot about uh, butterflies in May. Will the garden be kind of perking up? Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I I noticed Claudette's working on it, getting... uh, uh, some uh, new plants in there, and uh, and some of the variety porterweed. She just put the the pink porterweed in there. There is pink porterweed here now too. I see some oh, good. Of blooming behind me. All right. Well, we're going to begin to wrap up. I want to remind you that uh, the uh, Millburgers will still be having some fun here with uh, the Fiesta pictures and Fiesta hats, and the uh, activities go on. Uh, I think the uh, face painter and balloon artists are going to start wrapping up. Fajitas go on until three, and or until they run out of fajitas. Uh, but lots of fun here. Hey, thanks to Felix back at the station, doing a great job getting all your calls on the air. And as always, thanks to you for listening. For more information about a lot of the events that we talked about, especially next Saturday's uh, workshop on bees for kids, uh, go to millburgernursery.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.